Parsha's Mishpatim is a parsha about many of the halachas of the Torah. Coming off Yisrael, Matan Torah, now we come to Mishpatim, and it goes through many of the halachas that are contained within the Torah. So I wanted to speak about how to approach this parsha in a way that we can gain the most from it. First, in Kilman Halacha, and they come on so they can start reading the parsha and say it's about Avodim, it's about cows, it has nothing to do with me. How does a person make all the connections in these topics that it has to us. So I once saw an interesting idea about learning in general. It was a secular book. It was talking about how people learn. You have a child, and he learns, oh, he learns what an apple is. So now he has a perspective, a paradigm, if you will, of what a fruit is. It's an apple. And he learns there are oranges, and there are also fruits. He learns that there are other types of apples. So he's studying flashcards to memorize this. This is just... This becomes part of his reality, becomes part of his worldview. And that's really the ideal way to learn. I think this is how very smart people are able to memorize so many pages of Gemara, remember so many pages of Gemara that they want, is because it's part of their perspective. What's in, but what's in, what's on that page above a comma? What does, what is, he, he take everything that's relevant, everything they learn, how does this tie into everything else, and how does this build on my previous knowledge? I mean, if I learn about the six great lakes, and it's not building anything I care about. It's not connecting to my perspective of the world. So then I learn it. I forget about it. If, I can, if I'm learning about the neighborhoods that I live near, the lakes in my neighborhood, now they're part of my worldview. They're part of my perspective. Now I contain that knowledge. I can build on that knowledge. It comes from certain chukas hachachm. If you want a person has to have desire to take everything that he wants, you know, I'm learning Mishnah's payer right now. Not necessarily so practically relevant to me, but how am I supposed to approach that? What do I think about payer before? What do I think now? What types of orchards need payer taken off? Which ones don't? I'm trying to build a perspective in the topic of payer, trying to see where I am, which might not be so great, and expand upon it. A person learns sugyas of chazakas, of migus. You know, you could go to Pilpushir in yeshiva about chazakas, about migus, about roves, and it could just be, okay, I learned some pilpushir. Or it could be, what do I think a chazaki? How do I think a migu works? And what can I take from that cheer to build on that perspective? This idea of always trying to take everything and think about it. A person who's very close to Shmuel, I've heard him say, Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shlita, that Shmuel is always asking questions. He walks down the street, he's analyzing buildings, he's thinking about things, he's always trying to build his perspective of what's going on around him. He told a cute story that he was in the yeshiva and President's Day, and the Bacham is sitting on, he comes over, he, as he calls him over, do you know, why do you have off today? Why do you have English off today? It's President's Day. What's President's Day? I don't know. Pat's him on the cheek. You should go learn where President's Day is. There's like five, six boys. Chavrusa, who I was hearing speak, was saying like, Rebbe, it's important to know what President's Day is. He said, it's important to be a thinking person. Probably you have off of why? I don't know. I don't care. You have to think about life. You have to always be trying to, to learn more. I think that is, the more we can do that, the more we can connect to what we learn. I can give an example of students I used to have. One of them would put down his coffee, and then over the course of the group, half the time, one of the guys would space out and knock his coffee over. And he would say, oh, I didn't realize, I was mistaken. I didn't realize the guys would always say, people responsible for their behaviors, even when they make a mistake. And they, because they didn't just learn is a Gemara concept, they learned it as something which has relevance to their life. They learned it as part of their perspective of how the world works. We have it in this week's parsha. You have an Evid Ivri, and if he wants, he's supposed to go free at Shemitah. If he doesn't want to go free, they pierce his ear as a way of telling him that we're upset at you because the Torah says 
Hashem says, you're my servants, you're not supposed to be somebody else's servants. So a person is now going and making himself a servant to somebody else, violating that principle. So does that have relevance to me? The Gemara in Bumitzidaf uses that pasuk to teach us that a worker has a right to pull out of a job in the middle, that he's not a slave to anybody. Has relevance in terms of long-term contracts that people have a right to pull out of a contract. Is there such a thing as a binding obligation? You signed a two-year commitment to a company and you can't leave. Because in the place came how far this concept goes. It's just an idea of taking this concept and that's in the halacha and saying, what can I, what does it do? Where, do, where does it where does it tie into things? How does it broadening our understanding of it? Story that brought this out to me. It was in a camp I once worked in, and there was a boy, and he sat on one of these camp chairs by his learning groups. wasn't his. Started to break. Got up before it fully broke. Figures, all right, I'll fix it later. Another boy sits on it and it breaks. So we're arguing, who's responsible to pay for the chair? First guy says, I would have fixed this chair. I didn't break it. I would have put tape on it. It would have been fine. Second guy says. By the time I sat on this chair, it was basically a broken chair. It was a broken chair when I sat on it. It was the second I sat on it, it broke. So we got into a whole thing. You have trilas, you know, you have the beginning mazik, you have the ending mazik. Who's the, the person who started the hezik, the person who finished the hezik? Who's responsible to pay for the chair? I remember discussing it with a nice boy. We were hacking it out. It's a JFS Staten Island boy, actually. We are hacking out. Papa Barabbas sugiz and putting pressure on benches. And who's responsible for paying for this chair? The first guy is under bar mitzvah. The second guy is over bar mitzvah. Does that change anything? Who is chayiv to pay for the chair? Then another counselor is sitting there and he says, wait a second, is anybody actually, either of them chayiv to pay for the chair? There's different concepts of using somebody else's thing. We have in the parsha. we have a concept of a shomer chinam, person's watching your, I, can you watch, can you take my package into your house? I'm not responsible for what happens to it necessarily, unless it's my negligence. Somebody breaks into my house, steals, not my responsibility. I have a show, I'll actually borrowed your chair. I'm responsible for any damages that happen to your chair. Somebody breaks your chair, it's my responsibility. But there's one exception, is misamachas malacha, that it wasn't, it was, it broke in normal usage. So then, for that, I'm not held responsible. So he said, I think this person has a right to sit in the chair and be a show of the chair, because it's sitting there. And I think that he is not responsible to pay for the chair breaking because at the end of the day, it's Misa Machs Malacha. I ended up that, that did seem to be the right halacha. Just the concept of taking these different ideas that we'd learned in Yeshiva about Hezek and the beginning Mazik, ending Mazik, and Shalom trying to make it, Lamaisa, trying to make it relevant to our own lives. And may we be Zocha to do something, be able to learn the concepts of Mishpatim and broaden our paradigms, broaden our perspectives. And thereby be able to become bigger, tell me they and have better understanding of the Torah. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.